Evan Carter is on a heater to begin his major league career, and is Michael King's recent run of success legit? Join us on today's episode as we provide you with must-add players for the final week of the season on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino. You can find me on Twitter at DomMartinoFB. Here, as always, with my brother, my co-host, my partner in crime, Matthew Ane, and you can find him on Twitter at Matthew underscore Ane. If you're listening on a platform like Apple or Spotify that allows five-star ratings and reviews, we would truly appreciate it if you do that for us also if you're watching on youtube and you haven't already hit that little bell below it subscribes you to the channel also gives you a notification every time we drop a new episode and lastly but most importantly join us on the subtext platform uh, i know the season's wrapping things up here but if you guys want to talk about playoffs world series um off-season stuff dynasty rankings keeper rankings and all that fun stuff you know join us on subtext we're going to be talking about that off all off-season long and i do throughout there i know a lot of you guys probably play fantasy football even if you want to chat about that a little bit join us on subtext matt and i both play as well but guys, real quick before we get into it, I need to talk to you about one of today's sponsors. It is Sleeper. Swing for the fences on Sleeper picks and you could win up to 100 times your money. Download the Sleeper app and use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Once again, check out Sleeper today. Locked On Fantasy Baseball fans, we have a fully loaded episode for you today. And as always, let us be your team seek weapon as we provide you with must-add players once again for this final week of the season. I know some of you are probably in a championship this week. Uh, you know, for me, it's a little bit too long. Last season, last week is kind of tough. We'll talk about, you know, strategy for the last week. And also we have a bunch of great names for you guys to add going into it. Matt, who do we have up first today, my brother? All right. We have Mr. Michael King of the New York Yankees. Uh, had a really nice outing. Uh, you know, actually last two outings has been really impressive. Um, at Boston on the 14th, 8Ks, 4.2 innings. Um, one nine three ERA and a one five whip whip's a little bit high, but it is what it is with those kind of K's and ERA ratios. And then comes out on the 20th against Toronto, 13 K's through seven innings and a one two nine ERA with a 0.71 whip. Numbers are solid. Next start is at Toronto. So look what he did to Toronto last time. There's no reason he can't do it again. I'm really impressed with the kid. Um, kind of knew he always had it. Uh, really didn't think they were going to give him a rotation spot, truthfully. Um, so I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited that they're doing this. They're finally giving him a shot at the, at the rotation and we'll see where this rolls. I mean, quite honestly, we may not see too much of him in the playoffs to really assess what his value or what he's going to look like for next year. But for next week, for Tuesday, uh, I'm definitely rolling him out of my championship week is this week. And, you know, there's nothing stopping me at this point, you know, Guys are going to be missing starts. They're going to get pushed because they're going to shut them down for going into the playoffs and give them a break. And you're going to need to fill the holes and plug the holes in the lineup where guys are sitting out. So Michael King is an excellent, excellent, best case scenario, Ed. 
Yeah, Matt, great take on Michael King there. He does get Toronto, as you mentioned, on the 26th, and it looks like he lines up for Kansas City on October 1st. Um, I don't know how sticky that's going to be because Michael King's been great, and the Yankees are probably going to want to, you know, have him lined up, you know, for some point in the playoffs. So we'll see how that works out. But, you know, potentially two-start week for Michael King. He's still way too, you know, under-owned at this point. I mean, okay, he jumped up a little bit. Jumped up eight in the last day since last time I looked at it. So he's at 58% owned now. If he's out there in your leagues, you absolutely, absolutely have to add him. Matt, did you want to hop back in? Bro, are we getting delusional Yankee fan stuff, like where we think that the Yankees are actually going to make the playoffs? Oh yeah, no. Nah, I mean, I'm I'm losing it there. I, I was <laughs> I was I'm, I, we've made the playoffs so many years in a row that it's just like you know you think that we're still there, but obviously we're not at all. You know, I mean uh, that's that is delusional Yankee fan for me. But you I know was gonna what? Say we're like seven and a half games out. Yeah, no. Nah, there, there's there's absolutely no chance at this point. So you know, I I guarantee Michael King is out there. You know, two times this week, you got to get him in there. His last four starts, you know, four starts of the season, you know, that's really when they moved him into the rotation. Uh, he currently in that time had 21 innings, 34 strikeouts, a 1.66 ERA with a 0.4 FIP, which is fielding independent pitching, kind of an ERA indicator. So you know, he's looking great. Batting average against 2.47, not bad at all. And he's getting those swings and misses. That's what you want to see from a starting pitcher. I think Michael King is a great ad headed into this final week. Uh, let's move on to another pitcher back in the rotation, and it's Bailey Ober. Uh, Ober looked solid. Not He didn't blow you away in that first start back, but he looked pretty solid. He went um, five innings, gave up two runs, struck out three uh, against Cincinnati. He had a 1-2-0 whip. Guess what? He gets Oakland on the 26th. Bailey Ober's only 34% owned. I think he got to, you know, pick him up. He's had a very, very strong year. And like, you know, with his, uh, it's pretty much his first full year as a starter. 3-6-6 ERA, 1-1-3 whip, 132 innings, 129 strikeouts. Uh, Bailey Ober is a big man. I believe he's six foot nine or six foot six, if I'm not mistaken. Six foot nine, I was right. Two six nine, two sixty. big dominant man. Uh, kid's 27 years old. I think he's got, you know, still a great few years ahead of him. Bailey Ober definitely think is a must add for this upcoming final week. I think, I think he has two starts, Matt. You could chime in and talk about him while I pull up this, uh, what a second start's going to be. No, yeah. I mean, dude, I mean, I think he gave a great take on over. Honestly, there's really not much I could really say on it. Um, you know, unless you have his two starts, uh, there's an outside chance that he pitches on the last day of the season, which is October 1st against the Rockies in cores. So that one's looking a little bit rougher, but you definitely want him for at least that first start, um, on Tuesday against the athletics. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about Reese Olsen here. Um, Detroit Tigers starting pitcher, 28% owned, jumped up quite a bit. It's he's, uh, he got 7% ad today. I uh, in the last week. So, you know, you want to probably hop on him if he's available because the kid has been pretty solid actually over the last, what, one, two, three, four, five, five starts. And that comes against the Yankees, the White Sox twice, uh, the Cincinnati Reds, and the Dodgers of late. Um, all that Dodgers the- outing was crazy. I watched some of that game. Yeah, he went six innings deep, got the win, got five Ks, a one five ERA with a point six seven whip. Like those are solid numbers. If you even if you're in a points league, like that's a quality start as well. If you have quality start category, that's a quality start. Like Reese Olson is a solid solid outing Tuesday again. Kansas City, uh, not a bad start, even though they have been hot recently, and um, you know. They're all kind of firing on all cylinders. But if he's able to handle the Dodgers, uh, the Reds, the Sox, and the Yankees, I think that I'm willing to roll him out there, especially since it's probably going to be slim pickings anyway because, you know, I could name names like Strider and 
and probably a few other guys that you probably will be without next week because mm-hmm. these teams have clinched. So Reese Olsen is an excellent, excellent ad as well. Not my number one out of all this, but he's damn sure up there. Yeah, Matt, you were talking about his last five starts there. I'm going to give you Reese Olsen's numbers overall for those last five starts. Three wins, two losses, 30 innings pitched, 28 strikeouts, only 11 walks and 13 hits, a 150 ERA. His FIP is is quite higher at the 390 FIP, but it's a 133 batting average again. So he's really, you know, hitters are having the hard time seeing the ball against him. So Reese Olsen, as Matt said, definitely a must add for this weekend. His second start is potentially in the last day of the season against those Cleveland Guardians that have been mediocre this year. But um, before we continue on and we talk about um, somebody we tried to talk about last week, you know, twin starting pitcher, um, a young rookie that just got the call and a couple of other rookies that are heating, heating up. And then we got a couple of veterans for you. Um, I need to talk to you about one of today's sponsors. And guys, real quick, let's talk about DoorDash. Love the convenience of getting what you want right to your door with DoorDash grocery delivery. You can stock up for the week or order last minute cravings conveniently. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered or will make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them yourself. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use the code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. Limited time offer, terms apply. That's 50% off up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code LOCKEDONMLB. Don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONMLB for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. And dear everydayers and new listeners, we have an incredible opportunity for you to support the show and enjoy some fantastic perks along the way. Introducing our Diamond Club on the Subtext website. By becoming a member, you not only contribute to the show's success, but also gain access to exclusive benefits, get your hands on waiver wire rankings, call-up alerts, injury updates, instant reactions, and best of all, enjoy direct access for, to us for all of your burning fantasy baseball questions. Plus, you can try it out completely free for 14 days. Your support means the world to Matt and I, and we can't wait to connect with you on this exciting journey. Join our Diamond Club on the Subtext website today, and let's take your fantasy baseball experience to new heights. And guys, we're throwing something else out there. You know, we already gave, you know, um, a spot in uh, next year's listener league, Listener's League away already. We're going to do that same thing again, and this time to get a spot in the Listener's League for next year, which will have you know a prize for first place, probably second, maybe third. Can't guarantee third, but probably first and second are going to get something. You get, plus, on top of getting to play and met with Matt and I and our leagues, getting to see how we play, the way we operate, um, all you got to do for this one is leave us a five-star rating review on Apple or Spotify or anywhere else it may apply. And screenshot it and then send it to our email at fantasymds at gmail.com. And we're just going to pick which one we think is the best review overall. So just go out there and do it and you get that free chance to, you know, get that spot in our listener league for next year. But Matt, that's a lot of talking for me, my brother. You want to hop on and grab uh, who we got up next? Yep. We got Mr. Kenta Maeda, um, who had a really nice outing this last week, Uh, did not you know, give me the championship in that week. Uh, but it was really nice at, you know, Great American Hitter Park. Um, he has been solid in five innings, which is, you know, the Kenta Maeda special. Five innings, got the win, eight Ks, no earned runs, 0.4 whip. Really solid. Obviously didn't get the Key West because he didn't make it to the sixth inning. But 
would have. Um, Kenta Maeda is valuable in all leagues, still 52% owned. So out there in 46, uh, 48% of leagues, you need to go out there and end Kenta because the next matchup, I believe, um, is it's supposed to be against Oakland. That's what yeah. they're saying. Right. I don't know if it's made been made official yet, but he does, he does line up for a start early next week against Oakland. Yeah. So like, I mean, here's the thing though. They are pretty much like, I think in. Right? Do they did they lock uh, down the division? I'm gonna double check that real quick because that's the thing. So like, it's gonna come down to one of two things: they may or may not want to use him right off the bat, or yeah, I think they're locked in. Yeah, they're locked in at this point. Cleveland's nine and a half out. So if he gets to start earlier in the week, which they haven't really like give him like the little hey, he's gonna be the start this week. He may or may not get scratched from it. But they also do want to keep him loose and warm, so they're going to have to roll him out. So I think there's a good chance he goes out there and pitches, uh, and we'll see what happens. I think Kenta Maeda is a must-add, but I think wait until probably end of day of today when you're listening to this just to make sure whether or not he gets the slot in. Um, I'll try and circle back around and see if I can find out if they're actually planning on starting him. Yeah, I, I don't see a reason why they wouldn't start Maeda early in this week. You know, they've kind of already pushed him back a bit. They don't want to have him cold going into the playoffs because, you know, he's obviously one of their better starters. So uh, we'll see how that goes. If he Let's say he pitches Tuesday. He would line up for at Colorado for the end of the year. Ugh. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. That's going to be tough as well. But you know what? If you can get, at least get that first one in the week against Oakland, you know, it's a good move for Kenta Maeda. You can always pick him up, drop him, do that pitch and dish. That's one of the best things to do this time of year. But, hey, make sure you're pitching, ditching the right way. You know, check the matchups. Check um, how the team's been doing of late. Uh, that the pitcher's going up against. Check their splits against righty or lefties. If you have a lefty pitcher, see how the team does against lefties. If you have a righty pitcher, see how the team does against righties. But, Matt, looks like you want to hop back in here? Yeah, so it looks like they do have him slotted in going against the A's on Monday. There you uh, go. I mean, on Tuesday. And it's going to be against Paul Blackburn, who has not been great. So, I mean, there's a good chance at a win. And there's definitely, obviously, I mean, it's the A's. So, like, I mean, a good strikeout game from, from Kenta Maeda. So, at this point, he's a must-add. Yeah, yeah, brother. Very well said. Uh, then let's move on to this next guy. Let's talk about Jose Alvarado. Uh, looks like they've kind of been using him in that closure role a bit again. Him and Craig Krimble, uh, Kimbrel have been going back and forth. So, you know, Alvarado at the beginning of the year was absolutely dominant in that closures role. Looks like, you know, he's getting mixed back in here and there. Uh, I just think this is kind of like, hey, if you need some potential saves for the end of the year, Alvarado's 34% owned and he's been very good on the year. Worst case scenario, you're going to get strikeouts and ratios. So 39 innings for Alvarado on the year, 60 strikeouts, 183 RA, 1-2-2 whip. So Alvarado, you know, he's out there in a good amount of leagues. If you need somebody has potential to get some saves but not guaranteed, you can go out there and pick him up. Yeah, I like Alvarado. Um, you know, it's a great, great move there. Uh, great take, Dom. Let's just move on here. Let's talk about Junior Cam- uh, Caminero. Yep, there you go. You got it. Yeah, I, I kind of looked that one up. Um, <laughs> so he got the call up like early last week. It was actually really cool if you watch the video on um, on Twitter of him actually getting yeah, the call. I saw that. I saw that. It was really, um, it was really cool to see. Uh, but if you don't know who this kid is, and we've talked about him like once or twice, he's a really solid prospect. Um, but he came out, got his first, you know, taste of the bigs on on the 23rd, which was Saturday. 
went one for four, went one for five uh, today. He's looking like, you know, he's pretty confident out there on the plate. Like, I like the kid. He's actually like a pretty decent, um, what do you call it, prospect. He has a lot of power. I'm trying to get the actual stats up for me. But essentially, I think that, you know what, like right now at this part of the um, this part of the season, you know, you got to kind of take take a chance and um, add somebody so that you can see, like, sorry, I'm making no sense. But essentially, <laughs> what I'm getting at is he is, uh, with all the players not playing this week, you really pretty much might need to just add him just based off of who's eligible. And he might be able to put you in a position to go ahead and, you know, be the MVP. I mean, look what, look what the Martian did when he got the call, call up. Look at... Look at what other prospects have done when they got in the call up. Let's see if he could fi- uh, fall in place and do the same thing. I'll let Dom get into the minor league stats since I just wasn't able to get there. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, uh, solid, solid take on Caminaro. He's the number six overall prospect uh, in the MLB according to MLB.com. Uh, 117 games this year for the 19-year-old Caminaro, 85 runs, 18 doubles, 6 triples, 31 homers, 94 RBIs, 5 steals, 324 batting average. All this kid's ever done in his whole college, major league, minor league career has hit. All he's done is hit, and, you know, that power is really starting to show up. He's 6'1", 157. Uh, I would love to see him put on maybe, like, 15 more pounds of muscle so you know he doesn't really get rid of that speed that he does have some speed and he could just you know 31 home runs 117 games with 18 double six triples is already showing you what uh caminaro is capable of honestly i wouldn't say he's a must add right now 13 percent owned on yahoo but hey if you want some upside you you know and you're, you're in a deeper league uh definitely worth at least a shot for somebody you know that's this good and um, before we move on and we talk about another young rookie for the Texas Rangers that's been tearing it up, uh, a Reds rookie picking things back up. Uh, we got a veteran hitter that's, you know, doing very well. And then we got a sneaky little catcher for you guys. Matt is going to talk to you about one of our great sponsors. The MLB playoffs are around the corner, which means the clock is ticking on your chance for a hundred times payout. Your cash daily, a cash on daily fantasy baseball. Baseball has never been more exciting than it is now with studs like Acuna, Betts, Otani, and everyone else that falls in that category. Pick more or less than the stats of these of uh, of these stars, home runs, hits, strikeouts, and more, and, up, and receive up to 100 times payout on Sleeper. Get your picks right, and you can win big. Dom and I love Sleeper not only for its easy fantasy platform, but it also has the fastest and most accurate alerts humanly possible. They're going to help you out with football. They're definitely going to help you out with baseball with call-ups, so you're going to want to check that out. But uh, also getting back to the to the big payout here, entries can be made in under minutes, so you can get those last-minute bets in in time and use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See sleepers for terms and use of details. All right, sorry for you know absolutely butchering that, but it is what it is. Uh, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it is what it is. But um, yeah, let's move on here. Um, let's talk about Mr. Evan Carter. You know, uh, I I actually really like Evan Carter. He's been killing it. We talked about him like he was probably guys. We said one of the guys. You know, you probably want to take a look at it, stashing. But hey, you know what? He really didn't perform right out the gate, but now he's really starting to take off over this last two weeks. Like, yo, the stats are great. 
Um, 12 runs, three bombs, eight ribs, two stolen bases, batting 324. Like Evan Carter can be a serious um, contributor this week. And the thing is, too, I don't foresee him getting any days off coming up because they're going to want him him hot and stretched out as humanly possible and getting them as much reps as he can going into the playoffs themselves. The Rangers are 100% going to try and make this kid a, a 100% contributor for the playoffs. So, you know, there's no reason that I could, there's no reason that he's not going to play in all honesty. So with that being said, I mean, if you guys haven't heard of what the hell is going on with my computer today, if you haven't heard of Evan Carter, I'm going to just remind you who he is in his minor league stat in this last year. 420 at bats, 79 runs, 17 doubles, six triples, 13 bombs, 67 ribs, 26 stolen bases, 81 walks to 111 strikeouts. So the kid has great place plate discipline. And he was batting 288 on the year with an OPS of 863. Like, I mean, the kid has really great numbers. Um, you know, not really known for the power, but I mean, the stolen base numbers are going to be phenomenal. Could chip you in a bomb or two. Like, I like the upside of Evan Carter. I also think he has another level of power moving yeah. forward that I just hasn't been tapped into. I mean, you think about it, the kid's 6'2", 190 pounds. He puts on 10 to 15 pounds. And, you know, this kid could be a serious contributor in all categories. Like, we could be talking about Evan Carter as, you know, a top stud. And he already is a top stud. He was a top prospect. So, I mean, I love Evan Carter to death here in terms of fantasy baseball. You know, he gets me, he gets my mojo flowing as guys I'm going to target in the future. So Evan Carter, I think, is a must-add and is going to be somebody that's you're not going to have to worry about taking a seat this week to get the break for the playoffs. Yeah, my great take on Evan Carter. I absolutely love the kid as well. He was the number eight overall prospect in the MLB before getting called up, according to MLB.com. Uh, kid's been hitting ninth, but that's a great position in the Texas Rangers lineup because he's going to get driven in by all the top guys in that lineup, and it's shown to be facts here because through his you know first 40 at-bats, he already has 12 runs. He's also chipped in three homers. You know, Matt was talking about that there's another level to that power. Is Evan Carter already tapping into that in his start to his major league career at 20 years old? Uh, it truly looks like that. Nine walks to 13 strikeouts since he's gotten called up, so that means you know he's uh, – pretty much the same guy that he was in the minors and that's great to see already three steals and batting 325 as well with eight rbis through his first 40 at-bats evan carter might be my favorite guy uh even even including the pitchers i think evan carter is my favorite guy in this list um there was a league that i'm in where that plays a championship next week i picked him up uh for for next week already in that league he's 21 percent owned evan carter is my favorite ad, I'm just going to go out there and say, my favorite ad heading into next week, I'm going to have him pretty high in outfield going into next year, to be honest with you. going to be one of my favorite um, outfielder three slash utility guys going into next year. I love Evan Carter. I love the prospects of him for next season. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk about this next guy, though. Let's talk about Christian Encarnacion Strand, somebody that was absolutely tearing the minors apart before he got the call up. And he really didn't show too much, you know, as he got called up right away, you know, struggled a little bit. But last 14 days for Encarnacion Strand, he's 10 for 25, which is good for a 400 batting average. Six runs, four homers. So Encarnacion Strand starting, start, starting to show that power. Nine RBIs and one steal. So, uh, you know, I think Strand is a great ad going into next week. They get Cleveland and uh, looks like the Cardinals there. 
Um, neither team really has, you know, a great, great pitching staff. So I think he'll be able to take advantage of those matchups. On September 23rd, he was hitting fourth in the lineup. He went three for five with two runs, a homer, four RBIs. Uh, I love Encarnacion Strand. I was super, super high on him coming into the year. Honestly, I thought he had the chance to make the um, the Reds opening day lineup. But, you know, he unfortunately had a little injury. And he's a big boy, six foot, 224. So that power is legit. And uh, let's see, what did he do in the minors again? He had 20 home runs in 67 games with 65 RBIs, 21 doubles, 62 RBIs, uh, and a 331 batting average. So love Encarnacion Strand. He's definitely somebody you could add at 32% owned heading into next week. Oh, absolutely. I mean, his upside is limitless. And if he's starting to get it going, I mean, there's no reason he shouldn't be added on everybody's team at this point. But I want to talk about somebody I like even more than Encarnacion Strand, and that's where he had Polanco. Um, and you're going to be like, probably like looking at me like I'm like I got seven heads, but there's a few reasons why. And it has nothing to do then other than the fact that he's like an end of the year guy. They're trying to get him warm. I think he's guaranteed to play every single day. So I think Polanco is somebody that you want to add second and third base eligibility as well. So that multi position and two tough spots, uh, two tough positions to fill is also key. But here's the thing too he's starting to heat up after going cold all last week. Um, he had a bomb today, which is Sunday for us. And I think it's going to keep rolling. He's going against the A's and at Colorado. Uh, those are great, great matchups. matchups. Like this is the part of year where like, I really start caring about who I'm facing each and every week and how I'm going to literally manufacture the win. And Polanco could be a dude that helps you manufacture that win straight up. Like, okay. I also took a peekaboo, uh, like a little peekaboo into the, uh, matchups for, you know who he's going to face. He's facing Paul Blackburn, a dude I haven't heard heard of before on the A's, and uh, some dude named Alinda. Like that's great. And then I mean, like dude, like then you look at the Colorado pitchers, and they're not even rolling out their better names too. It's just it's pretty atrocious. So like Polanco pretty much gets the best case scenario for fantasy baseball. So I think one hundred percent, like you know, like these other names are really great for you, but like Polanco has the best matchup and best case scenario. Like honestly. You might even just want to go and target anybody on the Twins batting batting uh, in the lineup this week that are going into the weekend because anybody hitting in cores this weekend is pretty much going to be the most valuable player for me or Great American Hitter Park. Matt, great take on Polanco. He's been hitting second in that Twins lineup. A good opportunity for runs and RBIs. Last two weeks, he's 9 for 33, 273 batting average, five runs. A homer, six RBIs, so it looks pretty good for Polanco. As Matt mentioned, he's a notorious second-half player. Polanco's a career 270 hitter, so I really like you know the upside there. And great matchups. Matt, you really did a great job there, so I don't have too much else to add. I just truly love Jorge Polanco. Just been one of my favorite players for a long time, and I'm glad he's finally healthy and uh, out in that Twins lineup doing his thing again. Uh, let's move on. Uh, potentially our last guy, and then we might talk a little bit of strategy for this last week here, unless Matt has anybody else he wants to throw in after this. But let's talk about Gabriel Moreno, catcher for the Arizona. I was going to say Cardinals. Jesus Christ, I'm in football mode already. But Arizona Diamondbacks, that is, for Gabriel Moreno. Uh, he's been great. You know, he had kind of been moving him around the lineup. He did hit um, first in the lineup today, which I love to see. He went two for five today with a run and an RBI. On September 20th, he went three for four with an RBI. And this guy's just a batting average machine. On the year, good numbers for uh, Moreno. 
104 games played, 290 batting average, 31 runs, 7 homers, 46 RBIs with 6 deals. The kid can do it all. I'm really excited for Moreno for, you know, um, next week, and I'm really excited for him next year. He gets the White Sox, you know, not too many great starting pitchers there. You kind of got to watch out for Cease and Clevenger. Uh, that's about it there, but let's see where he winds up in that final few games of the season after the White Sox. It looks like he lines up with Houston. Uh, Houston's got some some decent starting pitching over there. Not Nothing that's really blowing you away, though. So I think Moreno is fine to roll out there for next week. And just somebody, another guy, another young guy that I'm high on for next year. Absolutely dominated the minor leagues. Always had over, you know, like a 280 batting average consistently. So Moreno's definitely somebody you're going to want to, you know, roll out next week if you need a catcher. He's only 22% owned. And I love Gabriel Moreno once again going into next year. Oh, yeah. Moreno is definitely somebody I'm going to be have ranked pretty decently. I had him ranked decently going into this year. You know, obviously, the um, the setback of the injury is kind of really what did it, you know, where I didn't see a true breakout for him this year. I think that next year may be the year. I mean, he did show off his stat, his um, potential with the batting average and the plate discipline because he did have a really great year in that that aspect. So, you know, um, I'm, I'm all about it. But let me um I got one more name for us, if that's okay. Yeah, uh, no, we got course. we got we got time for one dude, and that's actually Joe Adele. Uh Joe Adele oh, yeah. Joe Adele has been hitting the ball recently. Um this last week, four runs, two bombs, three ribs. Batting average really isn't blowing you away with going two twenty-two, but the OPS is nine forty-four. So like the OPS is really great right there. And quite honestly, I'm sure the batting average is gonna come in suit because in the minors, he's had a pretty good career doing that. And now that he's up in the Angels lineup full time, I like the prospect. I also like the thing that where he's going to play every day now. There's room. Otani's gone. You know, Adele is going to get the role, get the spot. So I'm rolling out him. He's getting he's getting Texas, which is a little bit tough, but they're not rolling out any big names out from what I'm looking at. It's Dane Dunning and John Gray. Like they're not guys that really like scare me. And then they get Seattle. Logan Gilbert's the only guy that's really going out for them. So, you know, Joe Adele is somebody I'm actually going out for a little sneaky possible five-category guy because he can chip in a stolen base. He can hit for average, and he does have the power. Yeah, Matt, great take on Adele. I'm just going to give my two cents, and then we're going to get on out of here. Adele actually had a great chance when Mike Trout first went down because they called Joe Adele up to take a spot, and then literally I think he played two or three games, and he went down with a, a strained oblique. And he really didn't get that opportunity to prove himself after having a monster year in the minors. And, uh, you know, just a great call by Matt. Had a very good minor league season, Joe Adele. I truly think the kid has a lot of upside, 24 years old. Still a lot left in the tank for him. But with that being said, guys, that's all for us today. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Also, thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. And look out for a new episode tomorrow where we just kind of tell you how to pull off this uh, Locked On Fantasy Baseball championship. But, guys, until then, see you. Peace.